It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live.
Amen. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God, in the mountains of his holiness. We greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and welcome you to another edition of Fresh Fire Ministry Sunday Night Live. I am your host. And the visionary prophet B.K. Thompson, amen, and we're grateful unto God to be um, back online on tonight for no other reason but to give God our praise, our glory, and our honor. We're excited, amen, for all uh, that God has done, all that God is doing And for what God, amen, is even going to do um, on tonight, we're grateful for each of you uh, that have joined us thus far, Um, those that are still yet on the way, those that had their mind to be here and for some reason or another uh, were unable. We're grateful to God, amen, just for his manifold blessings, his, um, his goodness and his mercy, his loving kindness and tender mercy. Truly, I don't know. Um, on tonight, who wouldn't serve a God like this? But as the song simply said, flowing from my heart are the issues of my heart, which is his gratefulness. Amen. We're excited on tonight for our guest speaker, amen, uh, who's not been uh, on the line for a minute. Amen. But we're glad she's here on tonight in the person of Minister Teresa Knowles. Um, all the way from Raleigh, North Carolina. Amen. I've been uh, tugging at her for a minute now. Amen. Uh, Trying to get her back on the line. And we're grateful to God uh, that she was able to uh, come back on uh, tonight. Amen. And to share with us what God has given unto her. We're grateful. Amen. For each and every one of you, as always. Amen. Um, Mother Carter, um, Sister Hope, um, Pastor Jackie Harrington. Um, we have Florida on the line. Um, Sister Annette. Amen. Um, North Carolina, uh, guest 11 in the chat room. To each and every one of you, we greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, before we go any further, um, into the furtherance of the call, um, I'm going to ask um, our sister Annette, amen, um, if she would open us up with a word of prayer on tonight, amen. Sister Annette, mind us there. Yes, man of God, I'm here. I had it on mute. Would you open us in prayer tonight? Yes. Okay. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come boldly to your throne of grace once again, Lord God. 
thanking you for this yet another day that you've allowed us to see, Lord God. Father God, we ask and pray right now, Lord God, that you will find it in your heart to forgive us for any sins that we may have committed against you, Lord God. We ask and pray right now, Lord Jesus, that you would have your way on this line, Lord God. We ask and pray right now, Lord Jesus, that you would just give clarity right now to the speaker who's bringing forth the word, Lord God. We ask and pray, Lord Jesus, that you will use her in a mighty, special way, Lord God. We ask and pray that you will show up and show out like never before, Father God. We ask that you will move, Lord God. Have your way, Lord Jesus. Do what you need to do and say what you need to say. Father God, we ask, Lord Jesus, that you will heal hearts, Lord God. We ask, Lord Jesus, that you will deliver us, Lord God, that you will help us in the areas where we need you the most, Lord. For, Lord, you're able to do exceedingly and abundantly above what we can ask or think. So, Lord God, we give your name the praise, the honor, and the glory, and we ask right now that you will have your perfect way, and we do ask and pray these things right now. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. God bless you, Uh, woman of God. We praise God for you opening us up in prayer on tonight. Amen. I don't know about you all, amen, but we are excited, amen, about the goodness of God. Um, Truly, God is an awesome God, amen, and he is worthy uh, to be praised. I just bless God for uh, who he is in our lives and, and over our lives, amen, just to see uh, just ex- just how awesome God truly is, amen, is just amazing, amen. Um, I oftentimes say I don't know who wouldn't serve a God like this, <clears throat> but we're grateful to God, amen, because truly God is such an amazing God in spite of the attacks, amen, the plans, the plots, and the schemes of the enemy, we still stand victorious through and by the shed blood of Jesus Christ, amen. We had an awesome time uh, on Wednesday night. I tell you, uh, Mother Carter came in here, Lord Jesus, mm, mm, mm. she came on here Wednesday night, and I mean, she just, uh, she she, uh, tried her very best. Minister Teresa to give us the sugarless spice and everything nice, and the Lord just flipped her script, amen, yeah. upside down, inside out. She tore the playhouse down, revised it, rebuilt it, remodeled it. Lord have mercy. I'm telling you, that woman, Jesus, amen. Uh, I, I got so tickled at her. She said, well, Lord, I was trying to go this way. Why you done took me the other way? And I got so tickled. I just could not help but just crack up, amen, at the way God was using her Wednesday night. It was just so funny. And then her son came in behind her, and he just, just, I mean, just just completed the deal, amen. God just showed up in this place Wednesday night, amen, um, on the True Praise and Worship celebration, which was an awesome move of God, amen. I'm telling you, God is doing some phenomenal things. A lot of people... Um, when you mentioned conference calls and, amen, um, being in the presence of God on the phone, they're like, what? A conference call? What are you talking about, having church on the phone? And I'm telling you what, Lord have mercy. Some people, some people need to try it for themselves. Don't knock it till you try it. Amen. It's something about coming together, amen, in one mind and one accord that the Spirit of the Lord 
really does move. Amen. And I was so glad to have an opportunity just to uh be um be in the midst um on uh Friday night with with a spirit of life hadn't been on there on a sold out night in a good minute. Amen. Uh but was grateful to God to be on there uh Friday night and just just to uh, just to hear what God is doing um even in spirit of life. God is just doing a corporate move. Amen. And if we would just see um everything that God is doing and how God is moving, um it pays for us to stay in position and and, and, and to remain in position uh with, with and in tune with the spirit of God. God is just doing some awesome things and I'm grateful to God. I mean, he is just awesome. Amen. He is just awesome, and I bless him for uh, all that he is doing. Um, at this time, we're going to open the floor briefly. If there be anyone on the line tonight with a praise report or a testimony, um, you can feel free to um, leave your praise report or testimony at this time. The word of the Lord lets us to know that we are overcome by the uh, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. So is there anyone at this time with a praise report or a testimony, you can feel free uh, to leave your testimony at this time. Amen. Amen, amen. I want to, um, this is this is from the Bahamas. I just want to, at this time, encourage any recovering addicts that be on the line. And the reason why I said it is because I am one. Today marks 207 days. I'm counting every single day. I smoked cigarettes for over 30 years. No, I haven't been diagnosed with cancer or anything like that. But I finally got to a point in my life. I realized that for the amount of time that I was quitting, this was not something that I could do on my own. This was something that I had to give to God, and this was deliverance that I needed from Him. And I want to encourage anyone that might be going through it right now, and just know that even with recovering from an addiction, our God can do anything and everything. But some healings, some deliverances are incremental. I just want anyone on the line that's fighting with an addiction that has given it over to God to stay prayerful and to know that our God is able. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. God is able. Thank God for the testimony. He is a deliverer. Hallelujah. Yes, he is. Amen. Is there anyone else with a praise report or a testimony? Hallelujah. Yes. We're not going to hold up all night long, amen, but if you got a praise report or a testimony, now's your time. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Hallelujah. Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank God. Well, Thank amen. You. Everybody must be ready for the word. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 
somebody must came a some somebody must have come ready amen uh to hear what the Lord had to say to the people of God amen so I'm going to um to get out the way amen um as I forestated the woman of God tonight um she is no stranger uh to um to to talk to I think this is her third time um speaking yeah. for us amen um she is one that I um truly understand and know that has been chosen anointed and appointed the word of God said many were called but few were chosen and um this is one woman of God that I truly um truly understand and know that has been chosen anointed and appointed for such a time as this um it's like every time you hear her open her mouth there's something that she says that just makes you stop and say, huh? Or where'd she get that from? Or um, what did she just say? She always leaves you with something to think about. She always leaves you sitting there like, okay, really? And 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 I've and I've deemed her um, the black Paula White because I told her. As eloquent as she is in teaching and 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 her style of ministry, I'm just waiting on the moment where she gets up to minister, and the fire of God falls, and she just throws her head back, stomps her foot, puts her hand on her hip, and lets it rip. Because as much word that's in her, she's a time bomb waiting to explode, and I'm just waiting on that moment when she gets up to minister. Mother Carter, and she just explodes like a time bomb going south. And I would love to be in the room just to see the expression of the people, knowing that they've seen her all this time, this eloquent, this 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 Amen. cool, quiet, somber teacher. I would just love to see when yeah. she just throws her head back and says, yes, and just goes <laughs> off. I've been waiting on that moment because I know it's in there. It's just like Prego spaghetti sauce is waiting to explode and come out. So I've deemed her the black pile of white uh, for for the moment when she explodes. I'm going to have to see what her style is so I can change her name. But 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 I just enjoy her ministry. I I enjoy talking to her because she is – one thing I can say about this woman of God, she is very serious. And she has a heart for the people of God. Yes. She has a heart for ministry. She she has a heart to reach out to those and to, and to win the lost at whatever cost is necessary. But there's a side of Teresa that when she's not in ministry mode and she's not uh, she's not in that mode where 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 she's going to destroy the kingdom of the enemy. There's a side of Minister Teresa knows that will have you literally in the floor in stitches, laughing with tears rolling down your face. And and I'm just grateful to God because had it not been for Mother Carter introducing me to Spirit of Life Ministries, I would have never, ever known of a minister Teresa knows. And I'm telling you, uh, there are times where I just listen to her minister and, 
and and I think of previous conversations we've had, and I'm like, this crazy woman is saying all of this. This is just just, just blowing me away. But but I bless God because you don't see many people that can flow like that. You have those that are so heavenly minded, they're no earthly good. But I praise God because she knows balance. She knows how to flow and be the woman of God that God created her to be. And I know beyond the shadow of a doubt that there's a word that God has downloaded and deposited in her spirit that is going to bless your soul on tonight. And you will not leave this line the same way that you came as long as your heart is open and ready and receptive to hear what heaven has to say. So without further ado, it gives me great honor and privilege to introduce to some and present to others God's messenger of the hour all the way from Raleigh, North Carolina, in the person of Minister Teresa Knowles of Spirit of Life Ministries, God's people, God's people, Minister Teresa Knowles. God bless you, woman of God. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you so much, Prophet Thompson, for those words about me. You know, I'm one of these people, I'm very humble, I'm very quiet, I'm non-assuming. I like to sit back and I like to observe. Um, I thank you for the opportunity on tonight to speak on your line once again. I don't take it lightly, the privilege that you granted me to speak to the people who come to be ministered to on your line. You know, it's an honor and a privilege to be a mouthpiece for God anyway, but every opportunity that we have to proclaim the gospel, we must take full advantage of that. So I want to thank you once again, Prophet D.K. Thompson, for your faith in me, your trust in me. And we have to be mindful of who we bring before God's people. We cannot allow just anyone to feed the sheep. And so I thank you for uh, believing in me and trusting me to be on your line on tonight. I won't be before you long. Um, As I mentioned a bit earlier, um, I have been kind of meditating all day. I went to my local church service. Um, We had 8 o'clock service, then we had Sunday school, and then we had 10.30 service, and I work on the altar and came home, fixed dinner, and I have some family visiting from Virginia and just kind of hanging out and resting. And I was speaking to the Lord, and I was like, you know, you know, I'm supposed to go on Prophet Thompson's line on tonight. I need you to tell me what you want me to say. And he was, God didn't answer me right away, but I said, okay. He's going to give me a word. I know he is. So about a couple of hours ago, he gave me a word. And as we know, as men and women of God, the word is preached to us first. The word is preached to us first. And then we are to proclaim it or preach it to the people of God. Amen. So on tonight, the word from the Lord, the topic of my sermon will be becoming whole becoming whole. And the Lord gave me this word from a book in the Bible that we kind of skip over from time to time because it's only one chapter, and it's from the book of Jude, right before Revelation. And the book, the author is Jude. He's the brother of James. Both of them were half-brothers of Jesus. And the purpose of the book of Jude is to address false teachings and to illustrate the contrast between the era of heresy and the truth of Jesus Christ. 
Now, like I said, Jude is only one chapter. But the first section of Jude, which the Lord was kind of reminding me of today, was where he was saying that certain persons have crept into the church unnoticed. You know, we got a lot of issues in the body of Christ right now. We have people that are coming into our churches sitting among us, and they are causing all types of chaos. They are blending right along with us, but they are false teachers. And then he started showing me later on into to Jude, he's saying, remember the words that were spoken beforehand by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. He was referring to the all the apostles and the disciples in the past. You know, they had warned about false teachers and prophets that were coming to deceive. And mm-hmm. in this day and age, we have a lot of false teachers and prophets. There are a lot of people who are proclaiming to be a man or woman of God and a prophet. Some people can even go online and purchase a certificate proclaiming themselves as prophets and apostles. You're right. Mm-hmm. And in the book of Jude, it, the advice that Jude gave us was to focus on Jesus Christ and to watch out for each other so that no one is misled into error. And as I was looking at you today, I'm thinking, wow, okay. And then I said, those who place their faith and trust in Jesus Christ are secure in salvation. It's not by our good deeds, because nobody's good enough to do that. But believers, as believers, we are secure by the work of Jesus Christ on the cross. So the, the, the scripture on tonight, the text, that God gave me was verses 24 and 25. All right. So that most of you, you, you're going to recognize the scripture when I read it. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, mm-hmm. to God our Savior, who alone is wise, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. So the Amen. word tonight is going to be becoming whole, becoming whole. You know, there's a whole lot of mess going on right now, and we are just clinging to our salvation. There's so much mess going on. Christians are being attacked. We're being told that we're hateful people, that, you know, how can she say she's saved and she keeps doing foolishness? Well, we know that being saved is a process. You don't get saved on Sunday and your life completely changes on Monday. It is a daily walk. We are flesh and blood. Now, I'm not saying that to make excuses, But a lot of people say, I can't get saved because how am I going to give up my cigarettes? How am I going to give up fornication? How am I going to give up adultery? It is a process. And speaking of processes, one of the things that the Lord was showing me today is that birth and growth are two different processes. Both of them are natural and both of them are spiritual. There's a difference between being saved and being healed until you are whole. Salvation happens instantly, but healing can be a lifelong process. Did y'all catch that? Salvation happens instantly, 
instantly. Yes. Now, some people say you're not saved until you are submerged in a body of water. Well, think about the man on the cross with Jesus. Come on. The man who was saved on the cross was not yes. submerged in water. Baptism is an outward expression of an inward decision. A decision. Yes, hallelujah. So salvation happens instantly, but healing, healing can be a lifelong process. When God saved you, he quickened the eternal part of you. He called it forth, and it sprung to life in an instant. Do you remember the day you gave your life to Christ? Do you remember that feeling that you had? Your spirit was immediately changed by the Holy Ghost. Yes. And the thing about it is you can never be any more saved than you were in that moment. You probably can remember that feeling that came over you. You probably can't even describe it. It's one of those experiences that you will remember for the rest of your life. It's when you connect it with the Lord. Now, the thing about it is if you compare a person who has just died to a person who died 20 years ago, there is no difference in their state of deadness. They're both dead, right? They're equally dead. The same principle holds for your salvation. Either you're saved or you're not. It's a state of being, not a state of becoming. If you were made alive in Christ, then you are alive in Christ. Your salvation was a supernatural impartation of God in your most secret place, which is your spirit. Even though your spirit has been saved, you can still have areas that need to be healed in your mind, your emotions, your appetites, and your desires. And until they are healed, you will continue to fall back into the same cesspool of sinful behavior again and again and again. Yes, come on now. Don't let nobody tell you. If you were really saved, you wouldn't act like that. You wouldn't want to do that. You wouldn't sin like that. Lapses into error have nothing to do with the salvation of your spirit. They have to do, have a lot to do with the healing of your soul and the fact that you are not yet whole. You know, a lot of people say, I can't, I can't get saved because I don't know how I'm going to stop sinning. I don't know how I'm going to stop. Just say yes. Just give your life to Christ, and he will help you be made whole. And there's someone who said sin is not the real issue. Sin is merely the way that people seek to medicate their problem. Mother Regina and I were just talking about this earlier tonight. When people have a sickness or an addiction of some kind or they keep sinning and sinning and sinning, a lot of the things that they're doing, they're trying to medicate themselves. They're trying to get a temporary fix. Yes. That's even like a, a, a person who's out here, they constantly are grabbing the bottle because life is so hard. And they don't know how to get rid of it, but they're really trying to medicate their problems. It's a symptom of something else. A lot of the sin that has people bound is they're searching for love in all the wrong places. They're looking for uh, things to give them a temporary fix. And we know that they need that permanent fix. The permanent fix they need is Jesus. 
That's the fix they need. In other words, one reason people keep sinning, that this is one reason, not the biggest reason, but one reason is that people keep sinning out there saved is that they're still hurting. A familiar sinful act is one of the ways that people numb their pain. They go to the marketplace looking for peace, and then on the way they stop by the liquor store and get a fifth of alcohol. They're lonely and they're sad and they need intimacy, so they go out here and, and, and get with a prostitute. It could be anything, all types of vices that people have. But the reality of it is that our, the answer does not lie in people or in things. It lies in the presence of God. Our answer to all our issues, all our situations is in God. We're going to stumble But by the grace of God, he said, now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless, how can we be presented faultless? Who made it possible for us to be presented faultless? Who? What is his name? Who allows us to be presented as faultless? Who died for our sins? We can become whole because of Jesus. Don't let nobody tell you you cannot be made whole. Jesus already made it possible for you. He has allowed that to happen. God knows we're going to mess up. He knows it. We were created, this sinful nature that we have. But like Jesus asked the person, asked the man, do you want to be made whole? The answer is yes. But part of that, Becoming whole is a process that you must go through. It is a process. One of the biggest reasons why people won't give their life to Christ is because they believe that it's a switch that you just hit when you give your life to Christ, and you just totally change. But it's in our nature to sin. It's a process. And a lot of people fall away because they find, they think that if they got saved in church on Sunday, that by the next Sunday that those desires that their flesh has, that those desires are going to instantly go away. It's not that easy. And the Lord knows it's not that easy. But we know that Jesus can help us to become whole, help us to become whole. And some of these same people that Jude was talking about They come in our churches and they're in our communities and they try to tell people that it's okay to keep sinning and keep doing what you're doing. You're going to be okay. It's all right. But we have, when, when you spend time with Jesus and you have a relationship with him, those desires are going to start to fade away because you're going to want to have this desire to live a righteous, live a righteous life, a holy life. Amen. As the word yes. of God says, you're going to want to present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. When you draw closer to the Lord, those desires and those things are going to start to fade away. Will it happen overnight? Most cases it doesn't. But God will change you. He says, will you, will, do you want to be made whole? And if you say yes, he's going to help you to become whole. The reality of it is is that becoming whole does not lie in people or in things. 
one of the reasons why people cannot come out of bondage is they're putting their faith in other people or in things. I shared earlier how the man, how the individual we were ministering to at four o'clock in the morning. He shared with us that he was just, you know, hanging out with a lot of celebrities out in California for years. He was making a lot of money. He had a big house. He had cars. He had women. He had all these luxuries in life. And then one day, the magazine that he worked for fired 10 of them. And when he was fired, he lost all his hope. Because the houses went away, the cars went away, the friends went away, the money went away. And he lost his focus because all he could think about was, look at what I've lost. He was focusing on relationships that he lost in the world. He was focusing on things that he lost in the world. But we must remember the answer to becoming whole does not lie in people or in things. It lies in the presence of God. As verse 25 said, to God our Savior, who alone is wise, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. The reality of becoming whole, it lies in the presence of God. God can make you whole. He helps you to become whole. Wholeness comes when you turn to God in your weakness, your pain, your suffering, your addictions, your attitudes, your issues. And when you allow God to do for you what nobody else can do. I know that many on this line, there have been situations in your life that nobody could help you. Nobody a situation you were dealing with, whether it be in your body, with sickness, in your finances, in your church, in your family, whatever it was, that when you turned to God, God worked that thing out, and there was no person or thing that could have fixed it for you. And so when we're weak, God wants us to turn to him in that weakness and let him do what nobody else can do. Only God can regenerate our human spirit. We could be in a room with thousands of people, but we could be so sad and feel so lonely. Our spirit could be wounded. Only God can regenerate that in us. And only God can raise a person to spiritual maturity. Now, he uses men and women of God to reveal himself and to teach us and to mature us. But God has a way of taking us through a lot of trials and tests and situations to mature us. Except we suffer and we go through situations, we would not come to understand that everything that we are and everything that we will ever be, it is because of God. El Shaddai, the breasted one, he can grow all of us into a man or a woman of grace and wisdom and wholeness. And God wants us to become whole. He wants us to become whole. He doesn't want us just walking around and saying, oh, I can't do this thing because I keep messing up. He wants you to become whole. Just as, as I said earlier, 
when God saved you, he quickened something inside of you. He called something forth, and he sprung it to life, life in just an instant. And your spirit was changed by the Holy Ghost, by the dwelling of the Holy Ghost. And we have to be mindful that we need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. We need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Because no matter what's going on in life or how bad you may feel, man, when you are filled with the Holy Ghost, you feel like you could walk on water. You feel like you could accomplish anything. You don't worry about anything because he will give you peace. People will have you thinking that you cannot become whole. That is not true. You can become whole. That's what the word of God says. When it says, now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless, his name is Jesus. Thank the Lord for Jesus. Thank the Lord for him. And before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, we can't allow people to cause us to stumble and to fall apart because they are sitting among us and trying to show us something that is not of God. And that's what Jude wrote this. I mean, he was trying to warn us about this, the heresies that's going on in the world and people trying to tell you, you can't be made whole. You can't. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And as I said earlier, a lot of people who we minister to, and even some of you, it took you a long time to be delivered, but you can be delivered. There is nothing impossible for God. Nothing. Is it a process involved? Yes, it is. Will it take a while? More than likely it will. But the question you have to ask yourself is how bad do you want it? Jesus asked the man, do you want to be made whole? That's what you have to ask yourself. And if you say yes, he will help you. He will help you become whole. So on tonight in closing, the question that I have for each one of you is do you want to become whole? Do you want to feel that no matter what happens or no matter how many times I I mess up, that Jesus paid the price for you. He paid the price. You have victory in him. You have the victory in him. And it's something to be said that Jesus made it possible for us to be as close to God as we are. He said, no man cometh to the Father except through him. Isn't that awesome to know that he is the bridge that gets us to our Father? And he's there. I can tell people, stop acting like Jesus is dead. He is not in the grave. You acting like he he was crucified and, you know, they put him in the grave, and you acting like he stayed in the grave. Our Lord and Savior rose. He is alive. Don't walk around feeling like, the world is, you are defeated. No, you're not. You can become whole and you can walk in the victory that God gave you through his son, Jesus Christ. And don't let nobody beat you up about, well, if you were this and if you were that. Only God can judge. Now, yes, 
We have to reach out to our sisters and brothers to try to help them from falling. But at the end of the day, we cannot condemn people. We cannot condemn them because at the end of the day, we are trying to become whole ourselves. I'm trying to become whole. Prophet BK is trying to become whole. Sister Hope is trying to become whole. It's a daily deal. It's a daily walk. And that's why I was thinking to myself today, wow, when the Lord says that there's a difference between being saved and being healed until you are whole, salvation happens quickly, instantly. But that healing thing can be a lifelong process. And when you mess up, you confess, you repent, you ask for forgiveness, and you move on. You don't beat yourself up about it. That's what the enemy wants you to do. He wants you to think, I will never become whole because I did this, I said that. I, you know, he will make you feel so guilty about stuff. And then he'll tell you, you can't be saved, you can't be Christian. Look at how you behave. Look at how you act. You're not going to get into heaven acting like that. Jesus, but thank Jesus. God for Jesus that you can go before the throne of grace and mercy and be forgiven. And the thing about God, God forgives us over and over and over again. And I thank the Lord that that he doesn't forgive us just on certain days of the week. Oh, God's going to only forgive me on Sunday when I go on the altar. No. I can ask God for forgiveness anytime. And I can ask God to help me to become the woman of God that he wants me to be, as messed up and as flawed as I am. But I know that he can use me for his glory. And I tell the Lord, I want to become whole. I want to be everything that you want me to be, that you need me to be. I want to continue to build for your kingdom. And it took me a long time to be healed. Depression had me bound for years. But a lot of people didn't even know it because I showed them the happy face and the smile. There were days that I would smile at people, but deep down on the inside, I wanted to run down the hall and go in the stall and just get on my knees and cry. But the Lord said, you will not cry. You will continue to press forward. I will make you whole. And it took me a long time. But by the grace of God, God healed me. And he let me know that nothing that has happened to you will be wasted. Everything that happened to you, you will use it for my glory and you will minister to others who have been where you used to be. You used to be there. You used to be that person. You are no longer that person. I healed you. I made you whole. And it took a process. We're all going through some kind of process Some of us, it may take us a couple of weeks, a couple of months. Some of us, it takes us years. But you surrender to the process that God has in getting you to wholeness. Some people may have been uh, on having addictions for two years. Some people have been addicted for 30 years. 
but God can help them become whole. He can help them just like he helped you and he helped me. So on tonight, and I said I was closing like 10 minutes ago, but as the word of God says, now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, to God our Savior who alone is wise, he alone is wise, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. You can become whole. You can become whole. The sermon topic was becoming whole from Jude 24. Well, it's only one chapter, 24 and 25. I pray that the Lord has blessed you on tonight. As I stated earlier, the word was given to me first, and I received it. And I had to understand it, and I had to say, wow, thank you, Lord, for reminding me that even when our spirit has been saved, there's still some areas of our lives that need to be healed. In our minds, in our emotions, our appetites, and our desires. And until we are healed, we may continue to fall back into that stuff over and over again, but we've got to stick close to God and help us and lead us to that path of righteousness and holiness and let him heal us. Let God heal you. No matter what it is, let him heal you and let yourself become whole. Amen. God bless you. Amen, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Awesome word, awesome word. Awesome word. Will thou be made whole? Mm. Gives us a lot to think about because as she was ministering, I thought about the man at the pool of Bethesda. Um, Then I thought about naming there was so much that I uh, I thought about. But the main thing that stood out was <clears throat> the fact that um, God is a gentleman. And he won't, um, he won't force himself on you. He presents the option and the way out. That's why he asked the question, will thou be made whole? It's available. But the question is, how bad do you want it? How far will you go to get it? And so we have to ask ourselves, do we want to remain in bondage? Or do we really want to be free? And um, that was an awesome word on tonight, Minister Teresa. Awesome word as always, and we truly bless God for you. Um, awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, we thank God for you at all times. Um, we're going to open the floor at this time <clears throat> for remarks and encouraging words uh, for the woman of God. 
Um, let me see here. Um, starting off on my list, Mother Carter. Yes, yes, Lord. Uh, Minister Risa, that was an awesome word. Make you think, make you think, make you think, make you think. Uh, awesome word, right? It's an on-time word, and God use you mightily, woman of God. Let God continue to use you. Be blessed. Love you much. Amen. We have um, two on the line from North Carolina. Other than Minister Teresa, do either of you have any words on tonight? Amen. Um, Sister Hope, do you have any words? Yes, I do. I just want to say to Minister Teresa, that was an on-time word. It was well-received. And when I say on-time, I just had a, a test that I failed on yesterday, and I was really beating myself up about it. And... um it's amazing how the Word of God can just soothe whatever it is that's wrong. Even when you fail, God still has a way through his people of letting you know it's okay that you failed. I'm still here. Teresa, I want to thank you for that word because that was definitely and truly for me. Even though we are saved, even though we come into salvation, it is a process as it relates to being made whole. So I just, I'm I'm just giving God glory because that is assurance for my soul. That is, that is soothing to my soul. After I beat myself up all day today, that was something that I really needed to hear. Not that it gives me an excuse to react wrongly, but it tells me that even in my imperfections, there's still work to be done, and God is forever faithful and always forgiving. And I thank Amen. you for letting him use you. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. 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 Um, Sister Annette. Hello? Yes. you have any words, sweetie? No, I just want to say that I was blessed by the word on tonight. God bless you, woman of God, for bringing forth the word. I mm-hmm. receive it, and it was a blessing. I'm sure many, many, you know, received it on tonight and that they were healed by it. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Amen. Uh, Sister Jazzy? Oh, she must have lost her signal. Um, Minister Diana, are you on? Yes, I am. Uh, I would just like to say, you know, I appreciate the word. I appreciate, you know, you being uh, willing, a willing vessel to be used by God to, to send that word forth. And it was just a, a very rich word. And, and it just kind of, you know, reminded me of, you know, sometimes when I just whip myself over certain things that that's just, Something now that'll stand out in my face even more so that it's a process. So I appreciate it very much. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Amen. Um, let's see here. 
Minister Tara, do you have any words? That was an awesome word, and I thank you, because like the woman said earlier this week, I had a situation, and I beat myself up for it, and so I thank you for the encouragement. God bless you. God bless you. Amen, amen. Um, Awesome words. (laughs) All I can say is you've done it again, period. Period, period, period. Awesome word. And I bless Um, God for you. Brother Thompson, I was thinking to myself, you know, sometimes we think that on this this journey um, that we're on, we we start feeling really, really strong, you know, and we feel like we have overcome so much. And then a test comes. And then you're like, wow, I failed that test. I thought that I was strong in that area. And then God reveals to you that, you know, that's that's been a sore spot for you for quite some time. We we think we're healed from stuff, and we're not. And it's like, wow, I thought I was. I really, really thought I was healed from that. And then something happens, and God says, no, no, you're not completely healed. You're not whole yet. You know, it's almost like a, a cut or an injury. My my youngest son was riding a bike on Friday. They had early release from school, and he said that he and some friends left school, and they were riding bikes, and he said they started to go down a hill. And he said, Mommy, he said a car came around the corner, and we didn't see it until it was right upon us. And he said, Mommy, I had to make a choice. The choice was let the car hit us, hit me or hit the ground. He said, so I chose the ground. So he scraped up. He had a bust lip. You know, it cuts here and there, but, you know, he's fine. And as I was, you know, administering aid to him, you know, trying to make sure that I kind of cleaned up his injuries and put Band-Aids on and those types of things, I was thinking to myself, a lot of times when we have an injury, we look at it and we say, oh, it's all right, it's good. And we start seeing like a, a scab on it or we start, oh, yeah, that's okay. But what we didn't realize was underneath that there's still something that didn't fully heal. It didn't heal. And sometimes mm-hmm. in situations in our lives, we think that we are whole. We have been made whole from something. And then God says, no, let me show it to her. Let me me show her that there's still an area that I must help her in. And I thank God for that because trust and believe, even as a woman of God, you know, I've I've felt in times that, you know, I'm good. That that, that thing won't bother me anymore. And then it does. And I said, Lord, I thank you. Help me. Please help me become whole. Help me become whole. And understand that it's a process. That's it. You don't let people throw stuff in your face. They try to say, "I," you know how people are. And I go, "Yeah, you say you this, and you say you that." And then I say, "Well, why'd you do that?" Well, you know what? I have asked the Lord to forgive me 
and I've asked the party that are injured to forgive me, and it's done. It's done. Amen. It's amazing always to me that persons who have not accepted Christ as their Savior can always tell you how you as a born-again believer are supposed to be. That's always very amazing to me. Amen. Yes, their perception. I know it is. I know. Amen, amen. Lord, thank you for the reminder. Sometimes the test that we fail, we fail because he's reminding us, don't get haughty, you still need me. Oh, glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Forgiveness. Move on. Amen. Woman of God. Yes. Yes, Lord. Yes. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Mm. My, 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 my. Jesus, hallelujah. And you know, um, I wanted to say something. Um, That's very true what you said because, you know, many times we as Christians, we, we beat ourselves up, you know, when we make a mistake, when we fall. But, you know, sometimes a lot of the mistakes and a lot of things that we go through is, is for the making of us. And we don't we don't see that you know, right then and there as we're going through it. We don't see it. You know, we just begin to beat ourselves up and, you know, because then we start to compare, you know, our lives with other people and say, well, you know, well, I should have been further along or this and this and that. But sometimes you really can't compare your life because everybody has their life path and everybody has to go through their own, you know, falls and, 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 and strengths and stuff to make them who God wants them to be. And, you know, and I, I, used, I used to do that, you know, I used to do that. I used to compare and I used to say, well, Lord, you know, I should be further, you know, along with what's going on, what's going on. And I went through a lot of things and God had to show me what was, you know, what was in me and what wasn't in me. And sometimes God will allow circumstances to come into our lives so that we can see what's in us and what's not in us. And sometimes we want to beat ourselves up because we feel we should be further along. But when, when, when in fact, we're right where we need to be, God has to take us through that process. He has Thank to bring you. us around. You know, he has to do what he needs to do to complete us and to make us whole. And we feel that by looking on our clock and by time that we're behind. But, no, we're in God's timing. And He's he has a reason and a purpose for everything that he allows in our lives. And we have to understand that. You know, we can't walk around beating ourselves up and feeling down. No. No, and a lot of us, what we do is when we get in that funk, we we distance ourselves. We don't want to be around nobody, but that's the last thing that you want to do because that's what the enemy wants. The enemy always wants you to get in a depression so that you can cut everybody, you know, well, to block everybody up, put up a wall, and then you can't open up yourself, you know, for the healing to come in because there's a wall because, you know, because you're upset, you know, at yourself. So, you know, sometimes we have to really, really stop and look at the bigger picture. We have to come to that point where we say, okay, God, what is the reason? What is your, show me or tell me or reveal to me what is the reason behind what I'm going through? Because you're not just allowing me to go through this just, you know, because you're, you know, because I did something bad and you want to pay me back. No, there's a purpose, there's a reason, and there's, you, you will reveal it to me. 
but I just need to, I need to know, like, what is it? And God will show you. He will show you. He will tell you. And then sooner or later, you will know. You'll be like, oh, my God, I went through this, this, that, this, because of this. It's like a Lincoln puzzle, but you don't see it when you're going through. Some people, like I said, they take it, they take it really hard. You know, they get bitter instead of allowing it to make them better, and we can't do that. We have to really, really grow and mature, and we have to know that everything that God allows to happen in our lives is the reason and it is the purpose. So I just want to just leave that with the line on tonight. God bless you. Amen. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you, woman of God. That's it. My, my, my. Yes. Ma, 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 ma. Too many times, too many times we beat, we beating ourselves up. I'm telling you, we're beating ourselves. And I know it's just not me. I know there's somebody else on the line Amen. that's, that's, that's yeah. beating themselves up because, you know, I, I really sense that. You're beating yourself up and, you, you know, and, it, and I'm just letting you know, you know, what the Holy Spirit is letting you know, stop beating yourself up. There's a process. God has a reason and a purpose of why you're going through what you're going through. And sometimes we don't know what we're capable of, 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 of handling until we go through. You never know what's in you until you know, until you go through something, and then you, you'll see what you're really made of. But sometimes God has to allow us to see that. He has to take us through that road so that we can see what we're truly made of. Amen, my sister. Amen, amen, amen. Say that. Jesus. I was just thinking about something. I mentioned to a person recently that she said that she didn't understand how come this particular person always provokes her. And, of course, Mm -hmm. it's in in the church, you know. And Mm -hmm. um, she said, I don't understand. This person continues to provoke me, and I continue Mm -hmm. to go off. And I said, well, Mm -hmm. one of the things about it is that you have become predictable. Mm -hmm. There are people who know. They know how you are right. going to respond. Right. And they, and know, they gain power yes, from it. Yes, they gain mm-hmm. power because they know, you know what, let me, let, I, I know how to, I, I know the trigger mm-hmm. in Teresa. I know the trigger. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me push her button. But, and I told her, I said, you have become predictable. She said, wow, I never thought about that. I said, well, this is Very what true. you do. The next time that that person does that to you, and they're so accustomed to you responding this way. I want you to respond a totally different way. And she said, well, what's that going to do? I said, you're going to disarm them. You're right. You're going to take, take the power away from them. She said, are That's you serious? Right. I said, yes. I said, I said, I guarantee you, try it. And she said, I don't know. I said, mm-hmm. well, okay, the next time they, they, they provoke you, see what happens. I said, but respond differently. So right. she saw me. She saw me at um. Bible said, she said, I need to talk to you. She said, let's go out to the parking lot. As Bible said, she said, I have to tell you, I took your advice. And she said, they looked at me and they were so stunned that I didn't react. Their mouth fell open. Mm-hmm. And she said, I, usually she'd be arguing and going on the defensive and this, this, this. Mm-hmm. And she said, when they came at her, she was like, okay, this is, that's all you have to say? She said, hmm. okay. And she mm-hmm. said, oh my goodness. I said, we are, we become so predictable. Yeah. The enemy knows how we're going to respond. He mm-hmm. knows what our weakness is. He knows that there are certain people that are going to push our buttons. Yeah. And what he's trying to do, he's trying to discredit us. He's trying mm-hmm. to 
take a witness. How can she say she's a woman of God and she cussed me out yesterday? That's well, right. Father. Mm-hmm. You see, that's how he mm-hmm. behaves. That's mm-hmm. how he gets us. And that's why mm-hmm. anybody that is on this line that you're struggling with this thing mm-hmm. and there's something going on that is like you keep beating yourself up because you keep doing the same thing over again. The definition of crazy is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Think about it. Change yeah. the way you do things. Change the people. If you have to change some of the people you associate with, change it. That's do right. things different and don't be predictable. The mm-hmm. enemy knows. He knows. He'd be like, you know what, let me let me do this to her. I know exactly how she's going to respond. She says she's a woman of God. Oh, let me embarrass her right now. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very true. He, he, he always to tries you. to pull you out of your character, too. And you can't mm-hmm. allow people, places, or things to try to ever bring you out of your character. Always stay true to who you are. Don't allow it because it's easy to lose your head in the moment. You know, but you have to really, really stop and think. But it comes with maturity, though, because it's easier said than done. It does does. come with maturity. It's not going to happen overnight, and it is a process. You know, you may start out, uh, you know, like screaming and yelling and cussing, you know, and then like the woman of God said, you know, but as you you grow in Christ and as you get stronger Mm -hmm. and become more, you know, strengthened in God, then it it won't phase you. You will have a different reaction. So it's very, that's very true, but. The enemy loves to try to make us come out of uncharacter. He does. He'll make a fool out of you. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. You know, he will have people thinking that you are a brawler. You know, Mm. he was on the altar laying hands on people, praying for people. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. She brought a powerful word. And Mm -hmm. then somebody says unto her, and she wants to fight. Did y'all know that woman of God was a brawler? You know, and you don't. That's how. That's how the enemy sets us up. Yeah. Oh, he sets us up all the time. Mhm. If you let him, he'll do it. <clears throat> right. <clears throat> that's why the word of God said, "Watch therefore and pray." Yes. He said he's like yes. a roaring lion, roaming to and fro. And you know what, too? You know what, too, man of God? You know what we have to really, really make sure that we're doing? We have to make sure that we are really finding forgiveness in our hearts because if we're not, it's, it's easy mm-hmm. to for that bitter for that bitterness seed to grow and grow and grow and grow, and you not even know. You just snap, you know? You just, mm-hmm. just you know, you start, you, you, you become a lion, because there's so much bitterness in you. Instead of you being so gentle and sweet, you become a lion because you've mm-hmm. allowed that bitterness seed to grow in you. So forgiveness is a very, very, very important. And we, we got to really, you know, and if you struggle with that on the line, anybody, pray and ask God to really help you in that area because, you know, we all need to learn to forgive. As God forgives us one million, trillion, billion times, we have to forgive our brother and our sister because at the end of the day, we're all human and we all need each other. And that's the bottom line. You know, we all need each other. We all in the world to help each other. And that's the truth. That's the truth of it. You know, mm-hmm. so if somebody wrong you, forgive them. And it's not going to happen overnight. No, it's not. But, Mm-mm. you know, at least open up your heart 
to allow that forgiveness to come in because if you don't, the bitterness seed is just going to, is, is just going to just, you know, it's going to wear you down. It's going to weigh you down. My sister, so, that is an excellent point because I struggled with um, forgiving yeah. someone a while yeah. back and I prayed to the Lord. I told the Lord, I said, you know, and I have a conversation with God. I just be real with him. And I said, Lord, you know, I feel so bitter that I can taste it in my mouth. Oh, Jesus. I feel so bitter. It's like I want to get them back for what they did Mm-mm. to me. Mm-mm. And I said, Lord, I need you to help me. I mean, I could taste it. The bitterness is like the bitter taste in my mouth. And I said, I don't know how to get rid of it. I just don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. And so a couple of days went by. He woke me up in the middle of the night and he said, I want you to be better, not bitter. Yes. And I'm asked the Lord, I said, well, how can I be better if I can't? can't turn this thing loose. And he said, I want you to be better, not bitter. And I, I meditated on that thing. I was like, well, how mm-hmm. am I supposed to do that? Mm-hmm. And then I, he reminded me, you must forgive. And I'm like, I don't want to. You must. Mm. And it was hard. But once I let that thing go, the bitterness went away. That's I right. I felt better. And when I you felt lifted, you felt free. Person, you I feel free weightless. when you, yes, weightless. you feel free. Because if, if you holding on to that, it just weighs you down. It makes mm-hmm. life even more just hard and you just, you're very unhappy. You're not going to be fulfilled until you are free. Once you find that forgiveness, you become free. You become mm-hmm. lifted, you know, and, and, and it's just better to just not have that because God, you know, at the end of the day, God knows and he sees all and he knows all. So who can better repay them for what they've done but God? You know, Amen. you doing that, that's you're hindering yourself. You're blocking your blessings. And for what? You know, for what? You know, all you're doing is allowing this person to, to, ha- to continue to have control over you. And for what? You know what I mean? God has, mm-hmm. God has created you with, with, with so much more and, and, and a greater purpose than for you to be, you know, hindering your growth, your spiritual mm-hmm. growth because of blockage. You know, because you don't want to forgive somebody that's human just like you. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and nine times out of ten, the person that, that wronged you, some people know what they're doing, while others don't really know that they even offended you. You that's know what true. I mean? A yeah. lot of times we hold that, you know, we, we want to we wanna have offense to somebody because of something they said, and we took it the wrong way, but they didn't even know that they said something that rubbed us the wrong way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's because, mm-hmm. once again, it goes back to your message because we need to be made whole in that area. We're still yeah. not whole in that area because if we was, we wouldn't allow that situation or that person to get to us. And God no? brings it to the forefront. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. I need you to so. learn this. I need you, I, need, I need you to take hold of this. I, I There's a person on my job that I, I just, you know, I've struggled with it for a while, and um, I've now when she does things, she, she constantly is trying to throw me under the bus, constantly. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is her problem? Mm-hmm. And the thing, I'm, you know, yeah, sometimes we wonder why people are envious of us because oh, yeah. when we compare ourselves to them, we look at them as their lives are, you know, in better shape right. than ours or for different right. reasons. But then we don't realize that people envy us because of the relationship that we have with God and how we've been able to endure certain life situations and they don't understand how 
right. how we made it through. And mm-hmm. one of the things that the Lord showed me was you are the example around people on your job of when mm-hmm. someone mistreats you, how you ought to respond. You're supposed to show them love. You're supposed to show them compassion. You're not supposed to retaliate. And I've right. been real with God sometimes. I'm like, why do I have to keep being a bigger person? Now, that was years right, right. ago before I really, really matured. I said, why do I have to be the bigger person? And God says, because you represent me. Absolutely. That's why you must forgive. You must mm-hmm. not retaliate. You must not argue back. Sometimes mm-hmm. silence is the best response when someone is yeah. mistreating you. Just mm-hmm. don't respond. Just look at them. Don't say anything. Mm-hmm. And many times where my mouth is like, I just wanted to just go off. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit said, hush. There it hush. is right there. And my flesh was like, say it, say it, say it. Right. And the Holy Spirit is like, hush. And that's why we've got to be in tune with the Holy Spirit. Yes, yes. Because you gotta, you got to listen. Listen. Mm-hmm. When he says, he tells you what to do and what not to do, you mm-hmm. got to obey. Because the enemy is lurking. He's like, you know what, oh, yeah. I'm going to let her act a fool. I, right. I'm going to push her to act a fool. And all these people she's been witnessing to on this job are going to say, oh, my goodness. Right. She's trying to lead me to Christ and look at how she acted. Right. Mm-hmm. That's true. So that's the first thing they'll say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she a mm-hmm. minister. <laughs> right. I thought she was a preacher. Mm-hmm. And a preacher daughter, too. <laughs> Help the church. My that's Lord. even worse. Well, you, you know they say preachers' kids are the worst anyway. Mm-hmm. But you know the 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 thing with that is the people that are choosing to live for the world think that born again believers walk in perfection, and that is why when we do something that they feel as if is is out of character for a, mm-hmm. a someone who's born again, that's why it's always that I thought she was saved. Yeah, she's saved, but she's human. Right. She said you did something to her. Okay, she responded to you unfavorably. Now she's got to ask your forgiveness. Uh, she's got mm-hmm. to go to God. Is, but it's amazing that 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 those who choose not to be believers think that a born again believer walks in perfection. And as I grow and as I mature, I realize that they do that out of ignorance because they just don't know any better. They don't know. Right, right. They don't know. It's not that they're, oh, hallelujah, it's not that they're trying to be facetious, but they don't know any better. They have no relationship with God. So, therefore, in their mind, okay, well, then I'm, I guess they're figuring, well, born again means the exact opposite of what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Not realizing that, that once you're born again, the devil rides you even harder, and, and then you have to rely on the Holy Spirit to suppress these behaviors. My Lord. You know, like I said, I had a situation yesterday, and guess what? It was my own fault because I was somewhere that I should not have been. The Holy Spirit has been keeping me away from that place. Then Mm. I went there. Somebody did something to me 
which mm. usually my reaction would be first comes the cussing and then I will punch you in the face. Mm. And I jumped up. The spirit suppressed the cursing, but I told the person, if you ever do to me what you just did to me again, I will punch you in your face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I went to church today, and I was just, I mean, it, I was heavy. I was heavy. I had um, the people that I was around, I had put a message in there this morning, I had apologized, and then I I left the whole group and I deleted it off of my phone. And as I was sitting in church and my pastor was preaching, out of the clear blue, he and I hadn't even spoken yet, he says to me, he says, Sister Hope, the Spirit of God says, whatever it is that you're struggling with, stop worrying about it. Let it go. God has got this. Amen. You know, not that, that 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 when we react wrongly, and even when I was talking to to Teresa about it, um, because for those of you that don't know, she's actually my my cousin. She was saying some of the same things, you know, that 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 I was fighting with, you know, because mm-hmm. I was in my car, I was coming from church, I was still crying. I went back to evening service, I was still crying. And she finally said it. She said, Hope, you've got to give yourself a break. Yes. Okay, yes, you did. Your response was wrong. But, Mm -hmm. you know, just the fact, and I'm getting ready to cry again, just the fact that that the Holy Spirit will convict you and let you know that you're wrong, that in itself is telling me, Hope, okay, is not that... You're not trying. Yeah, you fail. But guess what? When this test comes back again, you're not going to fail it that second time because you're going to mature more. That's why I'm mm-hmm. so glad I tuned into this call. Amen. Oh. Amen. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God goodness. Knows, listen, God knows what you need and when you need it most. He knows. He knows how to speak directly to each and every one of us. I'm sure everybody on this line got something out of the words, everything that was spoken on tonight, for individually for everybody, because he knows exactly what we need. Woman of God, mm-hmm. just be, be encouraged. Be encouraged. Yeah. And just know that you are a work in process. You know, mm-hmm. you, you are a work in progress. You know, you, mm-hmm. we're, 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 we will never, ever be perfect. God mm-hmm. is only perfect. We will never be perfect. So don't beat yourself up. Don't beat yourself up. Just know that it, and allow this to be a learning lesson for you. Like you said, it comes with your spiritual growth. Now when the next time it comes around, something like similar comes around, you will know what to do next time. But don't beat yourself up. Sometimes we have to let things go. You know, mm-hmm. especially when we, ask, when we come to God and ask God to forgive us, we need to leave it there. Sometimes we ask God to forgive us, and then we pick it right back up again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then we walk around once again with it on our back, like like a whole bunch of garbage just on our back weighing us down. God wants us to be free. When you come to God and you ask God to forgive you, trust and believe that God has forgiven you and leave it there. Take your issues to God and leave it there. Don't pick your issues back up once you have left. God and and asked him to, you know, you put your issues on him and then you walk away with him back again. It doesn't make sense. Leave, leave it with God because God, God can handle, he can handle it. And he asked us to give, give it to him and let him, let him deal with it so that we can be free. 
Amen. Amen. So, woman of God, just just be encouraged. Just be encouraged and just know that you are a work in progress. And and God, (coughs) and that he's dealing with you and he's working on you. And it's not going to happen overnight. But you will arrive in God's divine timing that he has set for you to arrive in. Amen. Amen. God is, God, is, God is so good. God is so mm-hmm. good. Yes. He is, he is. He is so good. I just thank him and praise him. Yes. yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give the um, the announcements, <laughs> and then um, we can continue um, discussing or whatever uh, you all want to do. Um. I just wanted to go ahead and get these out of the way. God bless you, Pastor Annie. I see you in the room. Um, uh, Let's see here. Um, Fresh Fire meets um, every Sunday night, 10 Eastern, 9 Central. Um, The same dial-in number, 724-444-7444, the call ID uh, is 15303. Um, the pin is one and the pound sign. Um, we also meet on Wednesday night, 10 Eastern, 9 Central, for the True Praise and Worship Celebration. Um, the same dial-in number, the call ID for Wednesday is 15369. Um, the pin is one and the pound sign. Um, the schedule for... Uh, Fresh Fire for the remaining of September um, is as follows. Um, Next Sunday night, our speaker will be uh, Pastor Yvonne Staples-Nelling of Beckley, West Virginia. On Sunday, September the 20th, our speaker will be Minister Diana O'Connor from here in Charleston, West Virginia. Do don't forget that. Um. When you come on here the 20th, you are the speaker. Amen. Um, Sunday, September the 27th, um, my very own mother uh, will be speaking um, in the person of Minister Esther Smith from Murray City, Ohio, um, for the True Praise and Worship Celebration schedule uh, for the remainder of the month of September. September uh, Wednesday, September the 9th, um, that speaker had to be uh, rescheduled, so I'm going to have to get back with you on who's speaking on Wednesday, Uh, but Wednesday, September the 23rd, the speaker will be Pastor Guinevere Bright of South Carolina, and then uh, to close us out for the month of September, September the 30th, Minister Tara Smith. Uh, from here in the city of Charleston, we'll be speaking on the last Wednesday of the month for the month of September. Um, If you are not connected to us outside of the calls, we are on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Prophet BKT. We also have our Fresh Fire Ministries Facebook group, which is Fresh Fire Ministries WV. Um, You can also visit our website, bkthompson.wix.com forward slash fresh fire online. 
While you're there, you can view our biography, our upcoming itinerary. You can also submit prayer requests as well as speaking engagement requests. On the Contact Us form, you can also sow into the ministry directly from uh, the ministry website. Please be sure to sign the gift book while you're there to let us know that you did stop by to view the website. Um, Pastor Annie Hines, what are you doing Wednesday? Pastor Annie Hines, are you still there? I am. I am. Yeah, uh, as of right now, I'm available. Okay, well, Wednesday night, this coming Wednesday, our speaker will be Pastor Annie Hines from Columbus, Mississippi. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. Glory to God. That is settled. I don't have to find a preacher. So Wednesday night, Pastor Annie Hines from Columbus, Mississippi, where we'll be uh, bringing forth the word of the Lord. Amen. That's settled. See, 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 hope. That's how I do. I don't, I, I don't wait till the last minute. I get things done. Bing, bang, boom. It's finished. Um, amen. Going forth, continuing with the announcements. Um, let me see. On on Thursday, September the 24th, um, at the hour of 7 p.m., yours truly will be uh, the guest speaker for the opening night of the 7th Annual Solemn Assembly of uh, God's House of Miracles, the Remnant Church, Incorporated, uh, 115 Green Street in the city of Beckley, West Virginia, where the host pastor is Bishop Eunice Jones. That is Thursday, September the 24th, um, 2015, at 7 p.m. Um, yours truly will be there uh, as a guest speaker for the opening night of the Solemn Assembly um, there. Thursday, October the 29th through Sunday, November the 1st, we will be having our fifth annual Fresh Fire Crusade here in the city of Charleston, West Virginia. Um, the... Crusade uh, location will be held at the Liberty Missionary Baptist Church, 1343 Lewis Street, here in the city of Charleston, West Virginia, where the host pastor is Reverend Dr. Jerry R. and Lady Cassandra Staples. The theme for this year is Abiding Under the Shadow uh, from Psalm 91, verse 1. Um Services will convene Friday, excuse me, Thursday and Friday night at 7.30 p.m., Saturday at 10 a.m. and 6 p.m., and then Sunday at 11 a.m. and 4 p.m. Uh, the flyer is in production as we speak. It will be out prayerfully by Wednesday, um, and we will have uh, all of that for you in the Fresh Fire group as well as creating an event wall. Uh, we do need to get the uh, room block for the hotels, uh, for the hotel rooms for those who will be coming in from out of state and will need a hotel room uh, for the uh, weekend of the crusade. Um, and then we will have everything squared away and ready to go. We do have an awesome lineup of speakers this year, and we are anticipating an awesome move of God um, as we prepare for this year's fifth annual Fresh Fire Crusade. Um, I am just uh, in awe of what God is doing and cannot wait to see what God has in store for his people. 
Trust me, you do not want to miss it. Um, if you need more information, you can give me a call directly at 304-404-FIRE, 304-404-3473. Uh, we will release the entire schedule of speakers and things of that nature to you, uh, preferably either Wednesday night or by next Sunday. Um the last announcement I have is Friday, uh, November the 20th at 6.30 p.m. Yours truly will be the uh, guest speaker at the Brookside Ministries Church of God in Christ, where the host pastor is Superintendent Bruce E. Hogan um, in Mount Carbon, West Virginia, for the God Factor Ministries Conference hosted by Minister Larry and Lady Minister Stacy Metcalf um, Friday, November the uh, 20th, amen, um, at 6.30 p.m. at Brookside Ministries Church of God in Christ, Mount Carbon, West Virginia, for the opening night of the God Factor uh, Conference. Um, be in prayer with us for these upcoming engagements. Um, if you would like for us to come and minister at your church and or event, you can email us at online at gmail.com or contact us at 304-404-FIRE. Amen. And um, as the Lord leads, we will um, get you on our books and um, move forward, amen, to see what God has in store. Those are all of the announcements that I have at this time. Um, if there's nothing else to claim our attention for the recording purposes, I'm going to have Minister Teresa to come back and give us her last words and to pray the dismissal prayer um, at this time. Amen. Amen, amen. I thank you once again, man of God, for the opportunity to speak on your line on tonight. Again, I don't take it lightly for the opportunity. I pray that the word was received on tonight and that, you know, uh, as we go about this journey that we're on, that we will just draw closer to God and and help him and, and allow him to mold and shape us and develop us and understand that every test that comes along that you know, God is just trying to, to build up our character to make sure that we are equipped for the next level that he will be taking us to. And let us pray. I have my Father, I thank you for allowing me to be your mouthpiece on tonight. I thank you for choosing me as an earthen vessel fit for use uh, by you to speak a word to your people. I pray that your folks, your your men and women of God, that they will be receptive to the things that you're saying to them, that you're showing them, that you are revealing to them about themselves. And, Lord, I ask that you will continue to reveal yourself to all of us, God. Lord, I ask you to continue to strengthen us as we build for your kingdom. God, I ask that you will continue to impress upon us that our most important relationship is the relationship that we have with you. I ask that everyone that is on this call on tonight that you will continue to place a hedge of protection around them. Let no hurt, harm, or danger come upon them. Any ministry assignments or engagements that they have coming up, God, any resources that are needed, I ask that you will provide those resources. I ask that you will continue to strengthen our networks from state to state and country to country, God. I ask that you will continue to 
to remind us that uh, you are about global ministry, that we must not limit ourselves to this corner or this state or this country, that you want us to spread your, your word from the four corners of the earth, God. Lord, I ask you to continue to bless, bless uh, Prophet Thompson, God. I ask that you will continue to build his ministry, God. Let no weapon formed against his ministry prosper, God. Lord, I ask that you to just continue to give him what he stands in the need of. I ask that you will bless everyone on this call tonight. We're claiming the victory in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.